0: supplements that I use and recommend. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Successful Body Worker podcast. I am your host, Zach Mayfield, creator of Successful Body Worker, where helping and healing therapists always comes first. This is your number one show that talks solely about the self-care and longevity of the massage therapist and bodyworker. Whether you practice ashiatsu, chair massage, deep tissue relaxation, does not matter to me. I will have the tips and tricks to help you stay in the game for the long haul to keep you doing what you do best, working on clients. I want to thank you for tuning in again. I want to ask you how you've been enjoying these last few episodes on all things nutrition for the body worker. Has it helped you in any way? If it has, please leave me a review and let me know how it has helped you on your journey of becoming the strongest version of yourself. I've really been wanting to get into the food and nutritional aspect of practitioners as it is a building block to our lives that sadly, I feel like a lot of people don't really pay attention to. Especially with the ease of our fast food and with everyone on the go, it gets harder and harder to get good nutritious meals that not only serves you but can make you feel better. Sometimes you don't have a healthier meal at your disposal. so. Supplements can come in handy at times like that. Now, I am in no way, shape, or form saying that supplements trump food. As far as nutrients and macronutrients go, real whole food is ruler. You can't get a better bang for your buck as far as vitamins, minerals, carbs, fats, and proteins go than eating real food. But there are some cases where supplements can help. I commonly see a lot of people with deficiencies of all kinds So supplementing with whatever you are deficient in can get more of that nutrient and will, in a lot of cases, be the difference between feeling like utter crap and feeling like you could climb Mount Everest. (laughs) As far as what I personally like to use, as far as supplements go, I tend to stay away from actual vitamins and minerals because I try and consume things that have high concentrations of these elements. It may seem odd to some, but I eat things like liver, and other things, as well as plant-based nutrients for my vitamins and mineral needs. Grass-fed liver of any kind, like beef or chicken, and especially ethically sourced, will have probably about a month's worth of iron, zinc, and magnesium in just one serving. All of that aside, I do prefer to supplement with magnesium malate and with supplements like Magnesium Calm. I find that in the form of malate literally works within minutes if you have any sort of muscular cramping, fatigue, or muscle pain. I will use this two to three times a week as needed after workouts and such, and I use Magnesium Calm to kind of help me uh, decompress from the day and help me sleep a little bit better if I can't quite sleep that week. I also mentioned that I consume a lot of protein, so protein powders do really come in handy as far as ease of access. There are times where i am on my way to an appointment i i don't really have time or the ease of access to even eat something handheld or with a spoon or fork so having a shake ready is something that will give me a boost of protein without being loaded with calories preservatives and bad sodium i've always preferred protein powders that are easily digestible like isolates or hydrosolates these don't leave you with any type of bloated feeling If you are a vegetarian or vegan, you can go with sources like pea and rice protein or hemp. All of these are um, pretty comparable in the amount of protein per gram. So moving on, I use amino acids as well. This is somewhat preferential for a lot of people. The views of amino acid use is definitely divided, I would say, and there are situations where you definitely do not need them. If you are in a calorie surplus... Or consuming more calories than you burn um, in a lot of cases like bodybuilders looking to bulk up on their off season, stuff like that and you have plenty of protein in your in carbs in your meals then supplementing with amino acids isn't required because you are getting more than enough amino acids I've been using them the last year because I've been trying to lose weight and I feel that the amino acids help to assimilate more of the food and nutrients I consume And it has also helped to retain a lot of muscle tissue that can potentially be lost when you're eating less calories than your maintenance needs. I would say that it has definitely helped my energy levels too. I'm not quite as lethargic throughout the day and can get through a training session and my treatments a bit easier than the days where I forget to use it. This next one isn't quite a supplement, but it has helped me get through this last year of trying to lose weight caffeine and i have had not so good of a relationship for a long time (laughs) i would drink like one to two energy drinks a day in high school and then added a coffee in the mix in my 20s and my adrenals were getting too way too overloaded there is a point of negative return with caffeine and if you continually use and abuse it then it stops working quite as efficiently It always seemed like I needed more and more to feel the effect. Finally, this year, I've drank nothing but decaf for about one month and just gave my adrenals a break. I really love this idea because it still tasted the same as regular coffee, but without the caffeine boost. I would also consume little to no caffeinated teas as well. So now, when I drink coffee, it is only before workouts, and what a difference that has made. I don't know if you've ever taken a pre-workout supplement with all those uppers and stimulants in it that makes you shaky. Well, this is sort of similar but without the shakes and you have more of a clear head. This has been one of the most profound effects I've experienced in the shortest amount of time. So if you are an avid coffee lover who is overstimulated all the time, that I would definitely recommend giving your adrenals a break by drinking decaf coffee or tea for about 1 to 2 months and see how that affects the effects of caffeinated coffee change after. So last but not least, and definitely not the least important, is salt. I mentioned the word sodium in regards to fast food. This is all just man-made processed garbage version of salt in the form of monosodium glutamate, or MSG. You've all heard that before. It makes a lot of fast food and shelved items last longer and taste better right in the moment. This is, in the long run, may affect your health, so I definitely recommend getting a good sea salt. I use the brand Selina Naturally Celtic Sea Salt. That is S-E-L-I-N-A Naturally, and it's in a blue bag. The, The biggest difference between table salt and sea salt is that with table salt, they are leaving a lot of those good sea minerals out of the sea salt when they package it, and the taste is quite different, I believe. Salt and sodium is really important to the body, and it will help maintain proper fluid amount in cells, keeping you more hydrated when you sweat. It also helps with muscle and nerve function. A lot of research errors on the side of keeping your sodium intake lower because of high blood pressure, but there's also a lot of research that suggests that adding more potassium to your diet may lower the likelihood of spikes in blood pressure. I tend to get anywhere from 3,000 to 5,000 milligrams of salt a day and get plenty of potassium in the food that I eat. And if you don't know this, I live in Arizona and I go to the gym every day, so I sweat a heck of a lot. So this tends to work out best for me. All right, guys, I really want to thank you again for tuning in to this week's show. I hope this helped you to kind of understand the reasons why I use some of the supplements that I use and what some of the benefits of them are. Next week, we are going to be talking about hydration and what I do to keep myself the most hydrated that I can. So stay tuned. Hey, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share this with another LMT friend that you feel could benefit from this episode, as well as commenting and leaving a good review. I also have a Facebook group, Successful Body Worker Tribe, and we all talk about things like self-care, business building, and everything in between. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Successful Bodyworker. See you all on the inside.